I like so, all the the creatives on segways going about the place. It's good. Oh, it feels yeah, like it feels yeah. like you're at the. It's like Google headquarters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In Japan. Yeah. yeah. Do you know it's uh, next uh, level. Vietnam yeah. with the camouflage like that. Too. Vietnam. Yeah. There's actually four lads hiding behind that. <laughs> 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 Impractical jokers. <laughs> How are you? Mickey Bartlett, ladies yeah, and gentlemen. Um, Everybody give him a round of applause. They're all deaf. Uh, yeah, thanks for coming, guys. Appreciate it. Less if deaf, so. Then on, just, well, as you know, we just had a big fry, so I'm a wee bit sleepy. I know, I know. <laughs> I know, I always feel like the two of us could just lie up here and just have a wee Absolutely. nap. Absolutely. Yeah. Just put on fucking pan pipes or something. Film? <laughs> <laughs> do you want me to get the pan pipes out and we'll do we? Have you got pan pipes? No. No. Well then, no. I'll make them out of something. <laughs> I have pipes and I have a pan. Pans, I. <laughs> just smack them off each other. You're heading to Australia? I go to Australia next week. Um, so, starting off in Perth and nice. then doing some sort of like roadshow stuff and then finishing up in Sydney. Sweet. So, I think it's the 21st of October. I'm in the Brisbane Hotel in Perth, which is confusing because it's the Brisbane Hotel, but it's in Perth. Right. <coughs> and then on the 4th or 5th of November, I'm in the Comedy Store in Sydney for solo shows. So, good tickets if you're out there. If you're... That's unreal. I thought you were actually going over to like the Melbourne Comedy Festival or something. No, no, so it's like it's the thing that the Sydney Comedy Festival do this roadshow tour stuff. So you basically go out and go like five or six you get on a like you, you wanna call it a bus. It's not quite a bus, it's not quite a van. Right. But you just go out to like be weird towns outside of big cities. Do twenty minutes each and many of these are gone. So for like for those tours I think it's usually four acts. When I'm saying three acts usually. Class. Um and I just booked in a couple of solo shows while I'm out there. That's brilliant. You've been there a few times before, haven't you? Yeah, so I think it's three times before, four. I think it's my fourth time. So this, I was supposed to do this in 2020 when COVID happened. Uh, so this has been kind of two years waiting to get to get back out. So I can't wait, can't wait. Before, um, before you go, do you like make a few wee videos and stuff, pretending you're in Australia and being all like, do I to plug your shows and stuff? Or do you just um, tweet it, about it? Or do you just, just Instagram. The thing that tends to happen is that... Um, so Instagram sells a good load of tickets anyway, but then you, you tend to sort of, you'll be in the town you're doing the solo show in for about a week beforehand. Mm. So you basically do club sets about the place, promote it that way, and then hopefully it'll sell Almost out. like doing a wee spot at the fringe before your solo show. You're Pretty much, yeah, yeah. You're just going I'm on here yeah. this time, come and see me. Absolutely, and mm. I think the, the clubs are all really good at advertising stuff, so you, you, you have a bunch of people out there just want to go see shit. Yeah. You enjoy it, eh? Love it. You, you love being down there? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, like any any time I've come home, I'm in the airport. Like, <laughs> I don't wanna go back. Really? Um, like the last time I was, I remember standing outside because it was at the same time of year. So I was heading back, like maybe started, maybe I uh, maybe start December. I was heading back out. Mm. I remember standing outside the airport, just trying to like get in as much sun as I could, because I'm like I'm not gonna see this for six months. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And then and then it'll be for a day. Yeah. Uh, it's class, but I mean at the same time, I'm out there gigging, so it's not like. I'm not having to pay for anything. Yeah. I don't yeah. know if I had to live out there. I might be like, this is expensive as shit. Mm-hmm. And you never feel uglier. I imagine it's almost like an LA. Everybody's right. Like every everybody's a fucking right. I remember like one day I went down there. You do this like 5k walk from Coogee Beach to Bondi Beach. So I would sort of I'll go around. I'll start off in Coogee, walk along the cliffs. It's all fucking scenic and gorgeous. And then I'll stop and get a pint as we treat. And you're just watching these muscle-bound freaks. Like, can I get a whiskey and soda? And I'm like, there's four pints. And I'll have you any chips? Just keep my top on the entire time. Like, oh, no, I'll get roasted. Would you not even go vest down there, no? Full I'll go tank tank. top. I'll, yeah. get, I'll get the fucking... You have to. Yeah, the BB guns out, like. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, like, the last time I was there, I met a couple of... From, we're actually really good mates with now. 
but they're both in Belfast, so I met them. I, I was basically walking, doing the walk, putting on Instagram, and this guy messaged me, like, we live around the corner, do you want to go for a beer? I'm like, absolutely. And the two of them arrived, they're both fucking, like, PTs. Fuck's sake. <laughs> and I'm like, is that how we got a blanket or something? Just sitting with a cushion over my belly the entire time, like, oh, it's great, oh, I do like it out here. Just yeah. the table and just your head? Yeah, just totally. Just fucking... I have a whiskey in the throat. <laughs> like, that's the gluten that floats in uh, We're talking about doing... We're, we're talking about boxing. That, right. now, that's the thing on comedians' lips at the minute. Yeah. So I've been trying to fucking purse this for years, right? So do you remember in... I don't even know what year it was. Kai Humphreys and his brother organised a comedian's oh, yes, boxing yeah, England, right? That. It was about five or six years ago. Yeah, yeah. And they raised money for a wee fella that had cancer. See this wee lad's life. An, an amazing story, right? And the whole time watching it, I was like... Fuck, I'd love to beat the fuck out of someone. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, it's, but I, I just think, like, it'd be a great thing to do. Like, all the money goes to charity. Yeah. Uh, I think there's enough people here that have, like... Once we get paid. Oh, yeah, obviously, once we get paid. Uh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The charity is Corporate my thing. rent. Yeah. Um, but the... I just thought it'd be a good thing to do, because with enough comedians in Northern Ireland that have a bit of a profile, mm. that you'd, like, you could sell out a decent-sized room, hopefully. You really could, I. You really could. Do you know what I mean? And then, and again, it's not, like, fucking... No, initially I was like, "Are we better crack lads? Do you know what I mean? We'll just fucking wall train for a wee bit. We'll get in a bit of shape, have a bit of a laugh." And as soon as people started getting paired up, they were looking at each other weird. Yeah, yeah. So at one point, somebody was like, "It might be me and Mark McCartney because we're both kind of fat." <laughs> well, no, he's not. I am. Both sexy. But both sexy. Both sexy. And uh, me and Mc- I think McCartney may be like, "Oh, it's be- I'll laugh the whole way through this." <laughs> and he was like, "Me and you, Mac, I." And I went, "I think so." And he just fucking like. Straight away. Shark eyes. And I was like, oh, fuck. Jesus Christ. Uh, so, I don't know. I think, it, like, hopefully we'll get it sorted for January. I think that's what they're looking at. Um, and are we talking big venue here? What do you reckon? I reckon we'll do the Ulster Hall. Think so? Do you know what I mean? Hmm. I know somebody, I was talking about this on another podcast, and somebody was like, you could go for the King's Hall. And then somebody else was like, man, you could do the SSE with this. Like, <laughs> Where do you stop? Give me Eddie Hart a shout. I fucking will. I'll get... We'll do WWE, we'll just <laughs> arrive on motorbikes and all. Uh, but yeah. I just think it'd be a good, a good thing to do, it'd be a good next crack. Yeah, um, yeah. And then just all go and get blocked off it. Absolutely, it'd be, it'd be it'd more be of a staff good. too. Yeah, yeah. But everyone would have black eyes and. Yeah, yeah, you'll be drinking through straws. <laughs> yeah. Especially if I hit you. It's <laughs> in fucking hospital beds, just right. where each other. <laughs> yeah, just drips filled with gin. <laughs> the comedy ward. I think it'd be great. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? Yeah. Uh, mm. I, just, I just think it'd be a nice thing to do. And like, it, it'll be, yeah, I just think it'll be interesting to see what, who takes it the most seriously. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. Johnny Bo says he, he wants to get involved, and I'm like, let's secretly give you steroids. <laughs> yeah, because he's not going to be a drug test. Yeah, just take your dress and go, and all of a sudden, what the fuck happened to Johnny? He's like, ah, I will kill you. Have you started thinking of your, your boxing name, Joe, the way everyone has a nickname? It'll be something to do with Sarasas, probably. Think so? A great British flake off or something. Uh... <laughs> Yeah. Fleck the snake? Yeah, fist, fist of flecky. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It'd be something like that. Yeah. Can I imagine when I take the boxing glove off and have to empty it? Fuck. <laughs> 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 Straight in that bag and sell it. Right. Cool. Do you know you finished a bag of Chris? You had that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's not that bad though, is it? It's, it's not it's like, getting, it's getting it's, your hands now. They're, they're fine. Like. Aye, it's, it's got, it's, I mean, it's still there, but it's got a lot better. Because hmm. um, I ignored doctor's advice. Big farmers of land. You have to, you have to. Man, the stuff they were, they were filling me full of fucking poison, and it wasn't... The side effects of the drugs they were giving me was it makes your hands and... The skin on your hands and feet peel. 
And I was like, that's, that's what, what I have. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That's the condition. Like, that's um, bad. I remember, like, I, I occasionally get, like, wee bits of red up each side of my nose here. Right. And I, I remember, it must have been 15, 20 years ago, going to, like, dermatologists and going to the hospital and appointment after appointment. And they're all trying to get to the bottom of it. And one day, I drank loads of water, and the next day, I'd gone away. I just really hydrated yourself? I so I just hydrated well, myself. So I did a thing where, like, um, the same thing for me, well, especially now, because of, like, there's, like, COVID backlogs and all that sort of stuff, you end up, like, the appointments are only five minutes long. Mm-hmm. So I was going, and I was really, when this kicked off, I was, like, I had to cancel gigs, couldn't put shoes on, I was, I was really, really sick. I actually thought I had sepsis at one point, thought I was dying, and went to dermatology, they're like, yeah, you've got psoriasis, uh, we'll try these steroids, come back in a couple of weeks, if it doesn't get better. Mm-hmm. Went back, like, we'll try these steroids, and then it gets worse and worse, and then I didn't realise there's side effects to using steroids so much, so, like, my hands and feet get really muscly, which, uh, but I, I started getting worse, because you, when you come off the steroids, you then get withdrawals, right, that right. looks worse than the psoriasis, so then they gave me these tablets, and they were like, right, you can't have kids... Um, when you're taking these because they'll fucking cause deformities in a fetus uh, don't be drinking don't be fucking all, all this weird shit mm. and I was like what's causing this and they went oh your immune system's confused and I went by what and they went oh, we, don't, we don't know so I basically started started like just researching stuff online started looking out for my gut health mm. and every two days I stick my hands and feet in uh, salt water and it seems to be and a it's, trick. It's, it's essentially got, they still look dry but they look normal, they look like hands again. Like, are you in pain or anything? No, no, no. no? Uh, well, that's, that's can open bottles and shit. Like, and can because that was the thing. Like, the, the the hardest thing was like you couldn't cook, couldn't when it was real because when it was raw, like so basically it all like it would all sort of crack, and then the pills made the skin on your hands just come off. Mm. So it was like raw skin for months. So see, washing your face with a beard, agony because the hair is like needles. Ah, it's going to be aye, it was aye. so painful. Like Jesus um, Christ. Even if I got to the point where I went for a piss and my pubes were a bit too long, I'd be like, what the fuck, a bastard, you piss everywhere. Like, the, the worst of it was when it was really bad, I was going for a shite one day, and I've told people this story before, so sorry if you've heard this already, but I was going for a shite, I wiped my arse, and my hand was like, I couldn't even bend my hands, and I went to check the paper to see if, like, you know what, you do, yes. how much wiping was left, yeah, yeah. and the toilet paper fell off my hand, landed on my leg, butter side down. And I just end my house covered in shit and blood. I was like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> like, how'd this happen to me? I'm Mickey fucking Bartlett. Um, so yeah, it's, 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 hopefully that'll be sort of getting towards the end. Oh, Australia's going to help too with the sun and stuff like that. Yeah, of course, yeah. Um, Good old vitamin D. Aye. Vitamin D. And uh, you say you can't cook, you couldn't, you couldn't like... Couldn't do anything. Couldn't, like, I couldn't clean the house. Fucking... I think I have. <laughs> the only half you're watching <laughs> fucking hands just started there was, there was times when I'd be really bad like I'd take my sock off there, there would be just dry skin falling off my feet really and my girlfriend would be like this place is disgusting and I would go there's no point cleaning it because mm. I'll hoover and then have to hoover where it was and it's just this vicious cycle just shedding skin it's like Hansel and Gretel oh man it was yeah it was terrible uh, fucking hell funny at the same time though yeah and class at night you could pick stuff it was deadly <laughs> that bit off did you do material about it did you get anything I did tons oh, so like well worth um, it then isn't it well that was the thing I had material about it and then it kind of got to the point where I was like oh this is actually boring me talking about it because it's like it's all I've talked about for a year and you know, like weirdly I was getting I was getting people messing me being like man thank you so much for talking about I have psoriasis and like no one talks about their all because people do just think you're a fucking freak like mm-hmm. Do you know, like I wouldn't pay with cash the entire time I had it because <laughs> you'd see people recoil what the fuck's wrong with your hand my nephew at one point wouldn't even talk to me. He was just like, fuck up this guy. Uh, I think I would genuinely go into a wheelchair for six months if it got me a good five or ten minutes on stage. Oh, there's times, yeah, like there's, there was weird shit I'd done with like, 
went did all these weird alternative therapies and stuff like that. Um, and I felt bad because I, I had about five to ten minutes material about that. But it was making fun of the alternative therapy when actually it worked better than the medicine. Really? So I was like, I feel guilty doing this. Yeah. Uh, did you do something? What was it? I don't know if you've ever talked about it before. And if if you haven't talked about it, we'll cut it out. But it was like some retreat or something. Did you do something? It was a ayahuasca. Or it something was yeah. It was like one below ayahuasca. So it's a thing called cambo therapy. So right. <clears throat> basically, what they do is they like the short version of this, and it sounds metal. It is kind of metal. But they basically burn holes in your skin, right? And then they take it's venom from a frog in the Amazon, right? Yeah, yeah. And they put it over the holes that's burnt into your skin, and then you just fucking bulk. But apparently, it's the idea is that it gets rid of all these kind of impurities and stuff in your gut and uh, all this weird sort of stuff. But then it also like the stuff itself filled with like peptides and all these good things mm. that immediately go into your lymphatic system. So. What happened when it did that was, and the guy was honest, he was like, listen, this will be worse. It'll, like, for you, you'll have about 10 days where this is going to be worse than, when, than it ever was. And I remember getting it and then coming home being like, I just don't want anything. That's starting to look better already. And the next day I was like, what the fuck? But then sure enough, like, that has helped as well. Like, yeah. Um, Expensive I, though, is it? It wasn't that day. It was like, like 100 euros or something like that. Oh, um, and even the guy who did it, uh, I don't like giving out his name because he likes to keep it kind of private. But, um... <coughs> Just a sound dude. So like, mm. and it did sound weird where I was telling my girlfriend about it. I was like, yeah, so basically I'm going to meet this guy in a car park in Donegal. And she was like, my girlfriend was like, you're going to get fingered. <laughs> and I was like, I'm not. And then I'm in the car park being like, fuck, I might get fingered here. And then the guy arrives and he was just this real cool fucking hippie guy. And I was like, I kind of hope he does finger me. Like, I like this dude. <laughs> um, so yeah, it was it was an experience. It's, I would do it again 100%. Yeah. Sort of, I had planned to go back and do another session of it, but because I'm, Traveling so much is not having time. Uh, but you do, you bulk like fuck. I mean, you like really? you, you should watch videos of it. It's so what happens? The the what is it from a frog? Yeah, the venom. The venom. So like, yeah, so they basically. I didn't even know they had venom. So the, it, it's it's from their skin. So it's not like the, it's right. whatever it is. The and it's it's funny too. The guy was like, "Listen, all but do." He was telling me how the whole process works, and he was like, "What was the words he used?" He goes, uh, "We don't hurt the frog. We'll just freak it out a wee bit." And I was like, the fuck? <laughs> What's happening? Like, am I going to walk into your house and there's a frog tied to a chair with a ball gag in its mouth? Like, oh, oh. Fucking what? <laughs> you know I mean? Eyes pinned open watching fucking JFK getting shot. <laughs> what the fuck is this? Uh, so yeah, basically scraped this stuff off. Um, and I've seen videos. The videos actually are hilarious because there's videos where they'll, they'll tie the frog's arms and legs up. <laughs> so it's like, it's all these you guys in Peru. Like, fucking... Frogs aren't getting a massage. Aye, frogs sweat his balls off. What the fuck's going on here? Uh, but it was it's it's something I've recommended to loads of people. I did a, I did a podcast about it when I, after I'd done it. The next day, you're instantly just in like a really good mood, and it's not like it's not trippy or anything. You don't fucking right. you're like man, isn't everything class? You're just like I'm buzzing. Uh, remember, like music sounded amazing and all. I was like fucking class. So it's, it's definitely, and it it was a weird thing because it. Like, I was talking to my girlfriend about other people, and they were like, they would go and Google it and go, This is fucking really bad for you. Like, like you know, the, the, apparently, there's some people have died. You can't, if you have a heart condition, you shouldn't do it. Because mm. um, it's, I think the venom raises your blood pressure and then drops it really low, which right. is what makes you bulk. Mm. Um, but I was like, Look at the side effects of the psoriasis medicine. It's, it's 20 times worse than fucking. Yeah. 
potentially shit yourself in front of a hippie. <laughs> See if somebody says anything to me that mentioned the Amazon rainforest or anything, mm. the Amazon fucking river or anything. I, I'd be like, all right, just do it. Just, you know, see if it's going to help me. Just Aye. fucking do it. I believe in all that. See all that shit from years ago. The thing about it is, when it's like, because I was talking to um, Maureen Geddes about this. Because obviously she had went through chemo and all that sort of stuff. And she made a great point about, like, things that are called alternative therapy or alternative medicine are the original medicine. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, like, the modern-day medicine is comes from, oh, fuck, these countries used to grind up nettles. What's in that? Yeah. And then they try and make man-made versions of it, or whatever. Yeah, that's it. But I, I was reading a book about uh, bushcraft. It was like 101 fucking bushcraft survival and stuff, literally the other night. And in it was a whole section about if you get a sore stomach, if you get the shits, if you get this, if you Aye. get that. And just fucking make this kind of tea, put berries in your water, Aye. do this here, boil this, fucking rub this in your skin. Literally everything that's available to us every day, yeah. out right in the wilderness. Well, that's the thing. I, I started moisturising with aloe vera gel instead of like moisturisers. And that's helped me fucking the win as well. Brilliant. After I, a year yeah. of like trying every fucking thing under the sun and being like, oh, salt water, aloe vera and frog poison. You hear around fucking frogs in there. Sorry, be in a, go, yeah, fucking wee ball guys on. <laughs> oh, fuck. So apart from that, you're in good health here. No, no I'm a fat alcoholic country. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the state of it. <laughs> Do you drink much? Have you ever met me? <laughs> We keep saying we're going to go out for a pint. I know we did a while back, but we need to do it again soon. I, uh, when when Diona gets pregnant, uh, I always like fuck. Well, always the one time that she's got pregnant, Aye. I go full dry with her. Do you know for the whole Aye. nine months, like so. Next time we're going to have a baby, I'm like, I need to fucking do this again. Do you know Aye. for moral support? Well blow it out before, like so. I may as well get Aye. something out of me before she gets pregnant again. Hopefully. Yeah. No. I, I've I've I went I I went off the drink for about two months. Shit, um, though, isn't it? It really is shit. To be honest, I loved it. It was great because I, like, I was fucking dropping weight and because I'll go to the gym three, four times a week mm. and I'm like, why am I not losing any weight? Because I'll drink in the it. kitchen. It's because I'll drink like fuck and then I'll eat shit when I'm drunk yeah. and then when I'm down the next day, I'll eat shit the entire next day. Yeah. Um, I know. The difference in having a few pints literally fucking is the difference. It's the equivalent of about 5,000 calories. Aye. Isn't it? Like, it's what you drink and then it's what you snack on while you're drinking. Yeah. It's what you eat when you're finished. It's what you eat the next morning. Yeah. It's what you eat the next night. Absolutely. Even the day like, after that, because of our age, we're yeah, fucking that's doing a lot thing too. That's things. definitely like I. When did I. When the fuck was I out? Thursday night I went out. And. So it was one of those ones where, like, do you know when you go, I don't want to do this? Hmm. But there were so many people, like, fucking. So a couple of mates came over from Edinburgh. And then all of a sudden, all the comedians in Belfast were just staying out drinking. And I was fucking blasted drunk. Really? Like, I had a kebab, right? At three in the morning. And the only reason I know is because I burped and went, I had a kebab last night, and then I found a receipt. <laughs> no I swear to God, I was like, have you ever been drunk, so drunk you forgot a meal? Like, right, so it was five to three in the morning, I got a kebab somewhere. I found a photo on my phone of me sitting upright in this hotel, top off, like side on, being like, the fucking size of your gut, you fuck up. Uh, then the next day, I was like, a write-off. Like, I counted up, I had, and this is disgusting, I had two bottles of Lucasid, and a tin of Red Bull, I had four tins of coke, then I had a, like a wee mini cheeseburger out of a garage, portion chicken goujons, and then I got a salted chili box out of the Chinese that I couldn't eat because it was so full of all the shit, shit that I had earlier on. Then over the course of the night I just kept going back to it until I eventually near enough finished the whole fucking thing. Then I had like half a bag of Doritos coated fucking peanuts, mm -hmm. a load of Haribos and ice cream, 
Jesus Christ. And then the next day I'm like, well, I'm a fab. <laughs> I don't understand. I've been skipping. That's my week's fucking calories. Man, 100% it was like, it was yeah. absolutely, and I weighed myself and I went, oh, I put like, I lost a stone and a half before we went on holidays in July. I put a, about half a stone back on from being out and working. Mm-hmm. And then I weighed myself and went, oh, I put a stone on the week. Well, how do you find weighing yourself? Why why do you weigh yourself? Just to see. I don't like. I don't really do anything. About it. You just go. Uh, oh, there we go. Okay, right. And they throw an X on that top. Uh, I'll do it. I'll just do it. I don't do it all the time, but I'll do it if I'm like, if I've been working out a good. I'll only do it once a week, just to go. What difference has it made? Mm. Um, but I, I mean, I do need to. I mean, look at the fucking size of my gut. I need to like, because you, you just get that appointment when you're in your thirties and you go, like, I heard a comedian talking about it. We're like. Party and all that stuff's class, right? But you, it just means you're going to have a really sh- shitty second half of your life. Mm. Do you know what I mean? If I, I, if know, I don't I know, start I really fucking focusing on things now, in five years I'll be 40. Yeah. And it's like, you'll, your brain will just go, just die, you're 40. <laughs> That's what happens yeah, to everybody just, that just I see. Just keep partying until you, you fucking... And then the, about five or ten years. Like there's flip side. I know people that are like in their 50s and 60s still drink like fuck and go, and you go, they're some of the lucky ones. Mm. I'm not like a fucking my skin went calm down and I was like but hey <laughs> but it's, no I'm 17 yeah but when you have no dependence do you know what I mean it's that's the thing man I think part of me is like I should probably have a kid to try and live longer yeah because that's when you start when you, you you don't almost you don't decide for yourself it's the decisions made for you I, do you know what I mean you just you have no choice yeah. you have to fucking be healthier to stick around that's the thing like but then do you know I find as well like um like I, I find with doing stand up too I would like train quite a bit and run and do all these things and try and really look after myself. And then I'm on stage and I'm like, why, why, why do I do that? Do you know why it's not known to be f- like fit and comedy doesn't go together. Do you know what I mean? Or being healthy. It's the stories are in. Oh, I was fucking blocked or I was Not really. Or... I mean, it depends. Cause it depends on what kind of stuff <laughs> you do. Like, because like Kevin Hart is insanely fit. Mm. Bill Burr's in really good nick as well. Like, he hate, doesn't he? You well, it's like, but then Dave too. Chappelle. Like, Dave, I'm, yeah, Dave yeah. Chappelle, yeah, is a fucking stoner. But he's still a buff as fuck stoner. Is he? Aye? Joe Rogan. Another, mm-hmm. Joe, like, so there's like, you can tell stories of being fucked. It, it's a weird, I think sometimes it's weird in that, yeah, there's definitely points where an audience might look at the entire package and go, oh, it's funnier if you look like a loser. Mm-hmm. But then, that's only if you're trying to do stuff with being a loser when you don't look like one. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? If I do stuff about how fucking desperate my life is, it's because I'm telling the truth. <laughs> do you know what I mean? You're shit on me, like. <laughs> That's true. You did watch it though, didn't you? Aye. Yeah. We, wait, wait. I was like, ow, 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 ow. <laughs> Spitting your hand. Oh, I was fucking horrible, yeah. Just straight from the bog into the bath. Jesus. It's the name of my new autobiography. My back fat's hanging out the brain. I just realised that. Jesus Christ. You're all right. Uh, you and your Uncle Sean's, you're all right. Jesus, I. Let yourself go. But I I, uh, I watched Zach Galifianakis recently. I've right. seen his special. It's on uh, the Purple Onion on yeah, Netflix. Yeah, Quite a few times. And when I watch it, I'm like, I want to do that, or I want to be like that. Do you know what I mean? But he is almost like I think what makes it funny is that he gets on like he's a fucking train wreck. Aye. Do you know when he has the hair and the beard and his gut, and he's just he's fucking miserable, and it's almost like he's a down and out loser. But he's it it works for him. It, he's worked. He's Played at this advantage, do you know what I mean? Right. I feel like that's that's my style of humor, but I I can't do that because I look after myself and I try and look good and stuff. And it's like, well, then just stop trying to look good. You can look after yourself and just wear something stupid. 
I think so. Do you know what I mean? I think so. Like immediately, if you put on a floral shirt, deckhead halfway there. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> there's, there's, uh, yeah, there's things because I, I think like, like for fat lads, it's always like the black t-shirts, the, as best as you can look. It's always black on top. It's always black, like so always. you can kind of half get away with stuff, like. But the Ricky Gervais, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but it's weird. It's weird because yeah, there is that kind of like. Exact Galifianakis, like, yeah, definitely is one. Pat Oswalt's another one, mm. where all his whole identity is about being fat. But it's also weird because weird because a lot of my style is like about just embarrassing sex. Yeah. So I'm technically on stage going like I'm a top shagger, <laughs> but I can pull like, <laughs> or I could. I remember me and you. Hopefully your girlfriend doesn't watch this back and is offended. But I remember one night you were text me this before you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One night we were coming home from a gig, I think it was like McHugh's or something, and we were driving through Belfast City Centre, and you were driving, I was in the passenger seat, and you, every stop, traffic lights we stopped at, you were texting away like fuck to some girl. Right. And uh, I think you were sexting, I think, do you mind me talking about this? I mean, it depends. <laughs> <laughs> so you were, you were texting away, right? And then every traffic light, you were getting your phone out, you were fucking texting like fucking, I was all green, Mick, and you were like, right, okay, and you put the phone down, you were driving away, and uh, you got to the next traffic light, you were texting away, and then you stopped for about five seconds, and then you go, Quick, how do you spell tongue? <laughs> <laughs> do you remember? I, I was joking when I said that. Because I remember, I remember, I was trying to break the tension. Right? Oh, are you fucked? I was trying to fuck. Because I remember thinking of a thing of going like, having a bit of, of yeah, try, of, you're trying to fucking sex before autocorrect. I'd be like, do you know how embarrassing it is to say, I can't wait to tease you with my tongue. <laughs> Your That's what I'm going to call a tongue. I'm going to tongue your life, I'm going to teach Winter that. She goes in the crash. It's sort of <laughs> Nobody knows what she's talking about. But it was funny because five seconds later, I actually got a text from you going, Do you want my tongue in your arsehole? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's weird. It's like, Just yeah. tell me. I'm Why is this door open? We're going to Bill Cosby's house. <laughs> <laughs> Relax and enjoy the tongue. That's it's one thing I do not miss being in my 30s, so he's trying to fucking go out. Like on the pull again. It's shit. Like fuck it's that. It's shit. It's it's so shit. Like I I remember like there's times you used to, cause I used to just do this, I would just be like, here, do you wanna go with me? No, do you wanna go with me? Do you like I was never after the ride, I was only after just a wee Kurt and then I would yeah, watch yeah. a wee Kurt, I can go back and drink it. That's grass <laughs> only I just wanna know if still got a wee bit of a fucking I remember one night like being in Lavery, so I'm going up to this girl, excuse me, and she went, ah, I have a boyfriend and I was like, I would just stand in front of my pint. <laughs> and I remember going, that's how ugly I am. Is it? Because if you had walked up there, she'd have been like, well, what's, what's the question? She, she, she actually didn't have a boyfriend. Like, you could tell, I could tell by the way she was looking about the face. She didn't have a boyfriend. But because I came up, she was like, yuck. Like, Terminator vision, tits. I've seen her line, crap shoes. I have a boyfriend. Fucking hell. I don't know. I, uh, I, I'm, I'm glad I'm not single. I'm fucking glad. But something, like, I... Me and Diona met before Tinder came out. Right. And I think the two of us have this thing where it's like, what would Tinder be like? Joe, just to go, it would be like playing Guess Who almost, wouldn't it? Tinder, the general public. Tinder now mm. is terrifying. I right? imagine, yeah. I have a bit about like being on Tinder when it first started and everybody on it was like, this is weird, isn't it? It's like, <laughs> but it was kind of exciting. And now it's so normal that it's just fucked up. Like, Anyone I know on Tinder is just because uh, there's, there's bots on it that just send dick pics. Oh really? Do you know what I mean? And there's like creepy console fake accounts sending mm. just so any woman I know who's on Tinder, it's just like it's a it's a nightmare. Mm. Um, have you have you ever been on it? I no, just times, yeah. 
do you not feel like though because of what we do like i think even if i was single it would put me off being on it because of because we're in the public eye it depends what you mean by public eye because i don't consider myself in the public eye i'm on I social media do. i do stand up and i'm kind of well known in northern ireland Hmm. But the public eye, that idea to me is bullshit. That's people going. But that's like, where tender is. You know no, but the public eye to me, that's the people go. I'm allowed to know everything about you because you do stand up. Like, well, that's not how it works. Hmm. So, uh, just to address that, not that we're just famous, Stephen. Hmm. <laughs> right? But the tender, whatever you're like as a comedian, it either works. Yeah, it either works for you or it's against you. Because yeah. I've had a couple of times with girls who're like, so you still doing stand up on the Empire or whatever. And I'm like, yes, <laughs> getting the red. Uh, but yeah, I think I think it's definitely it's definitely got weirder now again because I know like I was talking to um, I'm not using his name just in case he doesn't people to know about it, but a comedian we know who was on Tinder was saying that he started getting messages. He matched with some girl, started chatting her, and then her brother was like, "Here, lad, the fuck you do messaging my sister?" And it was this kind of it became a thing of like, "Oh, you're just messaging him because it's him." Mm. As opposed to actually wanting to go out with them or fucking yeah. theater or whatever. Um, I guess, plus, uh, when you get older, man, all the women are stinking on it. Like, see, I'm <laughs> thinking that as well. I think surely, I've I've genuinely never been on Tinder, but I'd imagine you put in like the age range. Yeah. yeah. So once you get to our age, yeah. there's kids involved. What, you fucking... what happens? What I find happens is, you, first of all, you'll you'll put a bit in, and then you because you just swipe because you'd be lying a bit bored. Yeah. You swipe and like fuck. And then you'll run out of people in like in the catchment area, so you start going like I'll go away, but I'll go a bit further away. What's dairy? Fuck it. And then you're like, well, I I go to Ecuador. Then, and then when you run out of all those people, you're like, I mean, fifties, alright, like because <laughs> you're just you're just looking at photos. Do you know what yeah, I mean? you're not, yeah. And a lot of it is just a wonder. Yeah. But do you not see photos like Facebook profiles and stuff now, and even Twitter, Instagram, and stuff? And as soon as you see it, you're like, fuck off, that's not you. Oh, you know, if you see yeah, them on Tinder, you would... It's, it's definitely a thing that, like, I think people younger than us that have had social media their their entire adult lives have just a, a, a different fucking mindset. And, like, we, we would have had profile photos where it might have been you looking as good as you can look or, like, fun. Yeah, I'm holding yeah, the pipe. Yeah. But now there's, like, I there's this, you know that weird face that girls make, especially, where it's, like, that kind of, like, it's this thing, like, yeah. I'll just feel it. Do that, that weird kind of mouth open, fucking dead eyed thing. <laughs> <laughs> There's something about that winds me up. Just press pause. Because, because I, I just look at photos I got and go, how seriously do you take yourself? Yeah. And it's the same with guys doing that like smoldery thing. I hate guys that stick their tongue out, or do this. Yeah. And I hate. I hate most people now. I, 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 <laughs> I really do. Like, I really do. I go through TikTok now. He's just going fuck off. I, dick. I fuck absolutely. Off. I I am obsessed with certain people on TikTok because I'm going. Why are you doing that? Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, <clears throat> there's a a girl my girlfriend follows on TikTok, and she's a Scottish doll who. Like, she no, she's no followers. She's by the, but every morning she's on TikTok. Morning, everybody. Right, talking about her whole day, and I'm like nobody's nobody's following this. Yeah. And then I'm, I won't follow her because I don't want her to have a follower, right? But I'm typing her name in, and I'm watching it, and I'm it going. It comes up though, doesn't it? When if you click into somebody's Probably. profile, it comes up on their profile. It might do, yeah. but I'm like watching it, like, and I just find myself going, "The fuck are you doing?" Like, I know, I know. And she's, it's it's the the people that are on it that are like 
that think they're sexy. Do I think people too have became so self-obsessed? It's 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 so like this it, new generation. It's, it's insane that two comedians are going to use your fucking obsess yourself. No, no, no. Like the fact but that this is a whole new I, like we walk is... in a room full of strangers and go, everybody shut the fuck up, and listen to my story. Yeah, Danny's talking. Do you know what I mean? And I want money for it. But these cons are doing it for free. Yeah. <laughs> like it's it I I yeah, there's a weird thing of like there's bound to be times if you saw me looking at some people on TikTok on my phone, you go, That's a creepy old cunt. Mm. Or they that's a that's a psycho. He's gonna shoot somebody because 'cause I'm just <laughs> And it's to be honest with you, it's not out of hate, it's out of like a, a, like a worry for them because mm. like I know how insane it is to do stand up and how hard it is and how much shit you take for it and then I see people just like all they do is eat their dinner in a camera yeah. like, you, what do you expect when people are slagging you off yeah it's do you the, know what I mean it's like, the new normal though it's, it's so weird like, I'll never get used to it yeah I come across like fellas and they're all so guys uh, good morning to everyone just woke up today just going to talk you through my day and um, just went for a poo made a coffee do you know it's Tired kind of morning, so I met another coffee right. man. You gotta need that boost in life, and uh, had a coffee. Went and got a haircut. Go to my man Michael. He cuts it every Thursday at two o'clock. Uh, shout out to my man Michael. Get down to Castle Road, guys, and just and you're just like, what are Who you? What are fuck? you giving people yeah. here? What what is what's being achieved it's, here for it's, anyone? It's it blows it, the people that watch it. I go, that's even that's even weirder. Um, it's it, yeah, it's just it's been so fucking weird because like I, I keep thinking social media is going the bubble's gonna burst. Hmm. And as long as I do, I think. Yeah, but it's like it's, I've always said, like I only have social media to sell tickets. Hmm. That's to, you, yeah, it's to keep you in the shop window. Yeah, without yeah. if I wasn't in stand up, I would just I just wouldn't have it anywhere near me. Yeah, but is that because of our age? Are we? Do you know, is it? That's, is it yeah, that's the thing. It's, I think it's like yeah, the younger generation. Oh, it's like? Ad, like I mean, you look at TikTok; it's it's catered toward kids. Like yeah, do you know what I mean? Um, the things that. Even the fact that it's it's such a nasty algorithm. So like, when you first put a TikTok up, you'll get loads of hits on it because it's trying to get you hooked. Yeah. So then eventually it'll start. Your hits will go lower and lower and lower. Yeah. And then, like I think the, one of the things I put up that has the most hits on TikTok was, I just I was like, oh, I saw your girlfriend in London, and I went to London for a couple of days. I just did things girls do. Mm-hmm. Like, so those were like. And like boom, pretend to do boomerangs and stuff. I feel like it's the funniest thing I've ever seen. Then I put stand up up things that, like that I've crafted and worked on and honed. And I was like, oh, two people like this. Uh, <laughs> it's unbelievable, like? isn't it? And again, it's because it was trending. The algorithm's like, oh yeah, we'll just feed this to everybody. Yeah. But do you believe in this thing that it's it was obviously invented by the Chinese TikTok, but it was made for the Chinese people to promote themselves and their successes and how brilliant their kids are, and right. it's like the algorithm there is pushed towards. Kids who are like achieving really fucking outstanding feats, and then you go over here and they've pushed the algorithm to just make people successful who just fucking copy a dance or lip sync. I had heard something about that. It's, I, I don't know, I just feel like there's. I've never understood how data can be important, but the fact that people keep trying to sell putting the fucking wigs up me. Yeah, yeah. And like, what? Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And. So you can go on Google now, like our Google Maps or whatever, and it literally lists every single place that you've been. Joe, you're oh yeah, your yeah. I like. I had a weird thing. I type like, apparently according to Google, I'm worth something like two point five million, and I am abs- I'm not even worth two point five hundred. <laughs> so I, there, there's, it's weird how the, like algorithms are putting those things together and being like, oh, he's yeah. a millionaire. <laughs> no, I'm mm. fucking not. Also, Google still thinks I'm twenty five, so I am. 
Google was basically the success story I wanted to be when I was 24. <laughs> but I, it's, it's a, it's, it's, I, I don't like how dependent people are on it now. Yeah. It's people's entire lives now. Yeah. Like, I, I have constant arguments with my girlfriend about I don't put any of my personal life on social media because I use it strictly for comedy. Yeah. And the amount of times that she'd be like, but you pretend you're single. I'm like, I'm not. I'm pretending I'm a comedian. Yeah. And it's it's weird to me that how people get sucked and didn't think that it's real. It's because it's not real life. Yeah. Like I've had, have you ever had a conversation with a? I don't know. If, well, probably haven't with Diona because she's like in the arts as well. But I've had three or four relationships where a girl has said the words to me, "You didn't like my Instagram photo today," and I'd oh, be like, yeah. "I'm sitting beside you and you showed me it. I fucking told you I liked it." <laughs> I went like, that. "Oh, it's lovely." <laughs> and now you realize I didn't go. Sorry, S- sorry, we're in the same room. Two seconds. Fucking. How's yeah. that for you? But like. It gets into people's heads, and then yeah. ah, I could rant about it for ages and never make any sense. Do you know what though? I find myself even. I'm just gonna apply some lube. Work away. Even recently, right? I'm talking fucking two weeks ago. I went into Instagram one day, and it came up like three wee hearts at the top, and I was like, "Fuck, who liked that?" And then I caught myself on, and I was like, "What does it matter? Aye. What does it fucking matter? Like, no- nothing. Yeah. Nothing changes. Nothing. Nothing That's, changes. That was life. the thing. That, like, so I. I came off Twitter during lockdown and didn't go back on it. Twitter shit. Because Twitter was a thing where like, and I think, I remember it being a thing, sorry, hold on a second, just do this. Thank you. Cheers, Sean. This is great. <laughs> One, two podcasts. Just frog jazz, isn't it? You going to go? All over here? You alright? I'm alright, I'm alright. Yeah. I, I, I would take a wee bit, if, just for the laugh, like just to do you know what I've done? I've put, put too much on there, I'm not slippery. Have you? I don't know, just wait. I'm going to the surgery. Is my stomach? Is that your blue belly? Can you do uh, a yeah. It was in between my arsehole and my stomach. Oh, uh, the colon, is it? The colon? Probably. Yeah, yeah. Cool off, it was a fucking... <laughs> colon? Thank you. Uh, I'll try and touch this on the bottom too, so it doesn't work away. fucking good. That's what she said. Um, <laughs> what were we talking bits about social media? Yeah, what? I hate it. Yeah. I, I fucking just, hate it. That was the last one about Twitter. I remember us, we used to put jokes on Twitter, and you could kind of judge whether or not it was good based on how many likes it was getting from comedians, and that isn't there anymore. Yeah. I've caught myself doing it with Facebook. Mm. we'll put a status up and then I'll, I'll go through how many comedians put a laugh emoji on this to see if it's worth fucking talking about and then I, I find myself going oh no I, I'm never going to talk about that because I've just put up the most boring status in the world <laughs> and comedians have gone that's funny that you're pretending to be on Facebook and I'm like oh, I don't know I was in a hole it doesn't matter uh, yeah I I don't know if many comedians even fucking like do you know what it is most this is away from what I was just talking about I post up the odd time like a photo of winter, my daughter, mm-hmm. or uh, I was saying that for the audience. I know you know who she is, but oh, uh, it's the, or the odd video or something like that. Just just the snow on <laughs> winter, <laughs> just winter, <laughs> just a wee fucking, uh, just dark at half five. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the amount of people that I'm going to say come out of the woodwork, but people that I didn't even know were following me, or local people, or you know that just all of a sudden it's like they're all liking or fucking sharing right. or commenting, and I'm like. Where the fuck are you when I'm trying to build my career? Stand up, you know I mean? <laughs> you're bad. Just here for a lovely wee f- um, baby photo. Fuck off. One hundred percent. There's uh, I it's like, you th- I like look at my Instagram and I go, if every one of you bought one ticket, Aye. I'd be laughing. Yeah. But about four years of band ticket. Yeah. Nah, fuck, if every one of bought a ticket, I'd be like, I'm not even telling jokes. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you why you shouldn't be here. Instagram's a lie. <laughs> Well, some guys I woke up this morning at 10 past <laughs> shit on my knee went down and got a haircut 2 o'clock across the street <laughs> shit on my man, Mick. you were talking there about 
being like 24 compared to now, if you could go back maybe, what are you, you're 34? 35. 35. Right. Would you have any advice for yourself? From like that, if you were to go back and do things differently, or if you were just maybe starting out in stand up, um, I don't know. I don't know. Like me, me, there'd be a couple of fucking outfits that have been don't don't wear it. The waistcoat. Yeah, yeah. I'd be like don't wear yeah. it. The hooded waistcoat. We all go through that though. I'd be like, don't. Do you ever look through old stand up photos like the well, pavilion? I fucking look at full a, album there's, and a, all. there's a video of me doing the fucking SSE with Paddy Kilty, and I'm wearing a, a medium sized t shirt. <laughs> with my belly I'm so fat my belly button poking through it I've got a hooded waistcoat big baggy jeans and like big giant white trainers and a shaved head and I look fucking horrible <laughs> and I remember at the time being like oh this is funny because again it was back that like oh you look like you're like a piece of shit and then I'm looking at the jokes going you could have done that in a suit and you'd have been famous in the morning <laughs> you'd have been loaded like just what you were wearing just what I was I just look like shit um, I think that's about it like I mean in terms of like would you fucking you know what to go like would write write every day or I think everybody you just have to find your own way of doing that. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I think I'm like we were talking before here, but now I'm saying like Joe two or three times a year I consider giving up stand up. No, but I feel like for me, I'm a kind of all or nothing kind of person. But at the same time, I'm getting to the point where I know that my mental health is the most important thing mm. from suffering ill mental health and stuff in the past, and just fucking over evaluating everything and being anxious and all this here and I feel like I've got to the point now where it's almost impossible for me to be happy career wise do you know I just I think yeah. it's because I've had so much rejection I mean fucking so much rejection throughout my career but I feel like I've got the almost like an inner peace where I'm just like do you know what whatever happens happens there's no point in me going hell for leather because that involves me being away from home six right. or seven nights a week and although the money's good, I get to lose that kind of family life that I enjoy and crave and that so many other people not in my position would also crave, you know. So I almost feel like I've weighed up everything over the past maybe four or five years and I've got to a point where I'm just like, do you know what? I'm earning a living doing stand-up or doing comedy in general, do you know, writing right. and fucking voiceovers and everything else that I do. But um, I feel like I've got to the point now where if my agent phoned me and says, here, you're doing live at the Apollo next week, I'd be all... Really? Do I have to go over and fucking do be anxious right. for the next two weeks and I'll be all here. I'll do it. Mickey. <laughs> I ain't got no kids. Fuck Fucking right, different on. I give you money. Would you? See that that just doesn't It's weird. I, I think it it depends on like does nothing for me anymore. Aye. I, I think really there's been a like because I've I kinda in terms of fucking like chasing a career just coasted. Mm -hmm. I was always sort of remember my plan was always like right, just like get good and secret. And then when you land over at England, they're like, where the fuck was this yeah, guy? This guy came out of nowhere. Yeah, and then you would go over and that might happen. And then you have to fly home and forget about you. Because that happens yeah. a million times a night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 100%. I, I kind of agree on the sense of like, like the idea of doing live, like the, the idea of doing stand-up on a specific TV show now, I'm like, I don't really care about that. Because there would, it would be a case of, right, what clean material do you have? And I'd go, now, none. Yeah. Like at this point, I don't have... I don't have anything that I could comfortably bring to a TV show and go, right, this'll, this'll work and not get fucking... Unless somebody's watching that wants to get you on, Joe, you'll, you'll think of something. Like, well, don't worry, I can write a joke about anything. Like, yeah, yeah. I had a, I had a meeting with this agent at one point and they, he was talking about um, trying to get me on Mop the Week 
And he's like, do you do any political material? And I was like, no, but I can. Like, I, I've been mm. doing stand-up 15 fucking years. Like, I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can write jokes about anything. Yeah. Um, I just don't. I just prefer talking about my dick. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it's... it's it's an odd thing. Like for me, I'm, I'm the I think I'm the opposite in the sense of stand up's the only thing I like, stand up calms me down. Mm. Like when I'm on stage, I feel like oh, this is fucking it's my happy place. Like mm. you know, if I haven't gigged for a week or so, I get fucking antsy. Oh, I'm the same. Yeah. Um, yeah. So for me, I'm like I reckon I <coughs> if they went, you can never earn money from stand up again. I'd probably still do it. Mm. Yeah, I, I I don't know if I would or not. I did a gig on Saturday night there in Ben Madigan's in Belfast, and it's the first I'd gigged in about three weeks, and it, it was fine because you know it was at that time the Queen had died and stuff, and I I did that gig with Karen Bartlett and she right. was fucking the bar got death threats and all this hair shit and <laughs> all that stuff because of the video I put out, which I talked about in the, the last episode or two, but I I was like right, I'm happy for this fucking just the Queen stuff to all pass, you know, and then uh, then I got really sick. I was fucking had a bug for about three or four days and I was right. violently ill. And then I got to the point where it was like I, I got better last Tuesday, Wednesday or whatever. So by Friday or by Saturday I was like, right, it's it's gig time again. Right. And I went and did the gig and it had almost felt like it was an open mic spot. Do you know, I felt really rough around the edges and right. really just fucking like the material just wouldn't go into my head. Whereas if I'm gigging two, three times a week which I did right up to when I stopped there. I feel like I could do it every night of the week. Oh, you have, fucking yeah. Fucking buzz off it. And I feel right at home. You know, for a wee shy lad from Lurgan who I never, I was always part of the crowd, never wanted anyone to know my name. Right. The feeling that I am fucking on home and I'm at home on stage and I'm, I'm loving this and I'm fucking owning it and all this here stuff. But it's weird that in the space of a couple of weeks I go from feeling like that to feeling oh, like it happens I'm in an open like, spot again. I know it, like, I remember right before lockdown kicked in, I was gigging so much that I was turning up the gigs and I wasn't writing a set list, I was just going on mm. and kind of getting that weird thing of like, it wasn't even a tight set, I'd be going like, what else, what fucking, oh here, what about you? is this funny? And I'd just be having these conversations on stage. They're the best ones though. Unreal, but then yeah, lockdown happened are. and then what, a year, mm. or, well probably wasn't a full year, maybe what, six, seven months between lockdown and like doing like Victoria's gigs in the back garden. Mm. And I was standing around the front of his house smoking fake. Like I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I, like I don't know how to do this. Uh, I don't, it happens that way. I mean, it's, I've always said about Edinburgh. Like when you go to the fringe, if you if you go just thinking, I'm just coming here to get better, you have a much better fringe. Yeah. Because you come home fucking bulletproof. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're in a different level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it just match fit. Like yeah, it, it it shows too when you see lads coming back and you're gigging with them again. You're like, fuck me, you can tell they've. It, it's like boot camp almost. Isn't definitely. It? I mean, there's definitely things that happen. Like guys I know who like went to London or New York or whatever from Ireland, and they're gigging three times a night, mm-hmm. and they come back and they might have only generated seven minutes of material because they're only getting seven minutes spots. I've ever yeah. seen Colin Terrell well, at Edinburgh when he'd been in New York about a year and a half, two years. And seeing him doing a seven minutes spot was one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Yeah. Like, just, just consistent. From, again, just fucking every night. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's just all you have to do. And it's like, I, I just always think, like, the the, the trick to the mental health side of stand up is just go, am I better than I was last year? Because that's all you can control. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I, I've, I haven't had that many rejections because I haven't fucking put myself out looking for, do you know what I mean? I've never, like, I've never actively chased anything, really. I've just been like, I'm just going to try and get better. Um, so do you just let things come to you then? You have to, man. Because it's yeah. like, you could drive yourself insane. But like, I can sit here and go like fucking, 
know, I've made through selling out the SSE that I started with or started before, mm. and I'm like, if I let that drive me, make me jealous or get you just you just go fucking insane. All you can yeah. do is go right. Is this show better than last year's show? Because that's the only bit you can control. That's, yeah. that's just the way I look at yeah. it. I've really got to the point recently where I'm just thinking to myself, this is just a wee shitty bar in Balamina. Do you know what I mean? doesn't matter because no, it's, it's still like, I remember again talking to a friend of mine, because I think about quitting every day. Like, I'll wake up in the morning and be like, fuck comedy. And then I'll look at the clock, what's well, quarter to 12? You know, it's still show time. Like, I've had a couple of moments like that. I remember coming through, walking through Botanic Chains season one morning. So I'd gigged in the Empire, I think. No, it wasn't the Empire. It was Queens, but it was for a, a Magners thing, and they paid me in cash. <clears throat> so the next morning, I'm walking through the trees. I've got a hangover and stuff. I'm like, fucking hell. And there's people just running to work. Like, 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 you're like scooting pie. You see people with a raincoat and an umbrella and a lunchbox. And I had £500 cash in my wallet. And I heard them going, that's about half a month's wages. Yeah. And these cunts are panicking. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> so to me, it's like, that's the other story I always think of is I had a mate one day I was like he goes how's comedy going and I was like man I don't know I might fucking think about quitting I was like I'm working like fuck and I'm broke I'm skint and my mate went yeah but you love your job and I went yeah yeah he goes right I, he was working security in the airport at the time he was like I fucking hate my job I'm working flat out and I'm skint yeah. so to me it's that, that that thing of like if you find something you love you never work it out in your life that is a golden rule like yeah we're so fucking Talented, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say blessed, <laughs> but I don't believe in anything like that. No, but it is, it is the thing. Like, I mean, it's yeah. And again, like there's, you know, there's times you see people doing stand up, and you go, "You should quit this for your mental health." Mm. You know what I mean? You, like, how many times have you seen people that die all, that never do well ever, never get a laugh? Yeah. And they're still at it five, six years later, and you're like, "What the yeah. fuck are you?" You're as bad as those mad TikTokers, like. Yeah, I seen somebody in the pavilion one night coming off stage shaking, and I was like oh fuck I don't know what to say to this person because they died in their hole Aye. and they're all man see the rush you get doing that I fucking love that I can't wait to get up again Aye. and I'm like but that's that's the difference it's, like, like, it's, it's fair enough there's like fair enough people go to open mics and like doing it that's grand but it's when those people who go to open mics die in their ass don't know they've died in their ass and then start going here can you get me on a ladder can you get me on the Empire can you? and you go I don't know who you are <laughs> yeah do you know what I mean like yeah. you, you go what the what and it's again, the industry does that too. Like I fucking, I always tell this story as well. I did a TV show in Scotland a couple of years ago, and they had this diversity quota thing, but it was a diversity quota from London, right? So they basically ended up having to have more women of color, like a higher percentage of women of color, on the show than actually lived in Scotland, right? Do you know what I mean? So it was like mm. it, it it didn't make sense. And so, because they had to do that, they were just grabbing open micers. You're a woman and you're brown. Get on the fuck. You're right. It was kind of like when we did Find Me the Funny, we were ticking boxes. Yeah. And I was, I was like, when you tick boxes, you get somebody who might not be mentally fucking well, who is doing stand up, eating shit, doesn't know they're eating, has no idea they're down in their hole. And then all of a sudden they're on TV and in their head they're like, what am I going to wear on Live at the Apollo? Yeah. Like, when am, I, when am I getting Netflix specials? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Is that, did I get real depressing and very passionate? No, no, not like, at all. No, no. It's just always the thing where I'm, I'm like, like the, the industry doesn't necessarily care about people. What I'm saying is, with the likes of us, the trick for me anyway is just, is it better than last year's show? Right in our year, it's only a minute a week. 
Yeah. And then all you have to do is go right. Okay, I'll just just be better. Mm-hmm. And it isn't some. You know what I mean? Like my, I this the show I toured there the thirty five. I probably put it together for three months, so it wasn't that great. So I go well. That's not the year's show. That's not the year's work. That's just a part of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. I think I'm all full of caffeine. Yeah. They were just fucking talk that different. What have we been here? Fucking blacked out. <laughs> I'm high on aloe vera. It's nice. <laughs> so what's the end goal then? Where now we're in a different fucking topic altogether. I have no idea. That's you that's know. where my plan falls apart. I go. I yeah. don't know. I have no idea. That's fine. No, it's yeah. gonna be like that. I have no idea. I have, I, I, have n- I have not one dream, not one goal, not one aspiration for stand up. I'm just going like. Oh, then you shouldn't. You should quit then. If it, like, think so? I have aspirations for it. I just don't know what they are. I. Because <laughs> you know I, mean? like, I remember having a weird, a really weird like mental health slump after I'd done the SSE with Kilty. Right. So I was 25 when I did that. And I remember sitting, I remember drinking with Rory Ward and going, I have nothing to aim for now. And he went, fuck you talking and I went I know how that feels and I'd, I'd never wanted to do big rooms I wasn't thinking about the money I just always wanted to know what it felt like yeah so did it, smashed it and was like I know I know how it feels like, like just crushing an arena and now I don't know what to fucking do <laughs> <laughs> like how do you surpass that do you know, it, it yeah. took me a while to get over it it was like alright okay you have to fucking I think that's probably one of the reasons why I don't set goals for myself anymore because if I reach them then you have a couple of days, maybe a week, where you're fucking cloud nine because of it. But yeah, then you're right back to going, now what? I remember, now I what? That, that was the thing too, that SSE one. The next gig I had, had after that was in Castle Derg. And I was standing on a table with a bit of carpet on top of it. Like wobbling. <laughs> We've done some Just, shit. Do you know what I mean? And I was like, what the fuck is this? Like, I remember me and you doing a gig once, standing on, I think, two or three tables. Well, to, we've, to we've, a bar there, about 30 people. Aye. Yeah. Man, you'd have loved to have had thirty people at the start I of this. Know, I know, I know. I'll never, I'll never get over that one we did in. Uh, I was with the name of the bar. It used to be the Master Gra. What's it called now? Is it Cheers? Cheers. JP's. JP's. Yeah. Yeah, I remember doing one of like that's with a guy, and people don't believe this happened. The guy yeah. grabbed me in the bog with his dick out. <laughs> I was like, if you make fun of my niece again, I'll fucking kill you. I went. <laughs> Who was your niece? And he goes, she wasn't here. That's not the point. There she's there. <laughs> what a langer. Man. So I was like, I'm Mike. <laughs> so I got like black with them. There's been, fuck, I remember the one we drove down to Dublin for. Um, neither one of us had a smartphone or sat nav. So we just parked the car in the middle of Dublin and went walking around listening for a room that sounded like a gig was happening. <laughs> And it was all German. It's so fucking it sad like, to even know that like we didn't have satnav or anything. Well, like, well that's how long we were like, older. I, I, like, I know, I know. Like I, oh Christ! The I remember fucking. I remember sending my lads the other day, like over the weekend. There, I was like, oh, I remember we used to have to go up to extra vision and you know, rent, rent a DVD, a DVD <laughs> and they were all, what do you mean? And I was like, do the way now, like a series comes out, and you're just like, count to five, and I'm watching it. Right. Do you know what I mean? Whereas we used to have to fucking go and and and. The thing spend was, the whole fucking uh, spend an hour going. I don't know, like walking you're, up you're, and down the aisle. Your man, go, crime your man, lad, go. You can get one. And you're like, <laughs> you end up getting the same thing you seen last weekend. Kickboxer two again. <laughs> <laughs> but you used to go up and you'd be like, "Oh, there's a new film out," and then they'd be all, uh, "It's not available for about another three weeks." Aye. And you're all for fuck's sake. I remember and me and my mate, home two again. Me and my mate going to get a PlayStation game out of extra version. Even renting games. And he talked me into getting this thing called Syndicate Wars. I'll never get over this. 
I've never, I've, I haven't, it's been 20 odd years, like, I'm still, I, I still see him, and every so often I go, remember that fucking game? <laughs> and so I, I, it was my PlayStation, so I was like, right, let's get a two player game, because you couldn't play online, yeah. so it was like, right, two player game, we can both play, we'll enjoy ourselves the whole fucking weekend, right? And there was like, I think it was maybe like a Mortal Kombat game or something, and there was like, a, there was another, there was a couple ones that looked pretty good, he's like, what about this? It was a game called Syndicate Wars, right? And the front cover is like a robot with a laser gun. And I'm like, what's, what's it look like in the back? Because usually in the back they would show you, do like wee photos of what the game looked like. Yeah. Right? So he's looking at the back, he's like, oh, it looks class, it looks class. And I'm going, that's just writing. There's, there's no, there's, there's fucking no idea. Like, he's like, just please, just trust me, right? So we get home, put it on. Do you know the PlayStation games used to be a video? Just like it started the game. Like, like the a intro kind like of thing? Yeah, right? yeah. So the intro video starts and it's class and he's looking at me like, fucking told you and then the game started and the characters were that size <laughs> and it was like what did you call those week fucking the, the wee strategy games you click and the guy walks and then you build a yeah, wee castle yeah, and, yeah. and I, uh, I've never got over it like because it was the only fiver I had and we had it for like a week <laughs> and I'm like I'll just sit here and play 2 now because fuck you those were the days though nah I don't miss no? them I've got a VR headset you watch porn and play zombies like that <laughs> VR porn that was terrifying. Don't do it. That's the feature. It's not. It's, it's, that's that's more depressing than social media. Nobody's going to have a, a, a partner in the future. Like. Class. I'm up for that. I, I'm up for the idea of a of a realist, dead realistic sex robot that just like I've, <laughs> I I don't think I'd have a single problem of being able to have a hot as fuck woman I can just turn off. Well, I can do that anyway. <laughs> but I mean, I mean, shut down. <laughs> just take a boxing glove off yeah. the <laughs> yeah. Just whisper in her ear, you're not getting paid the same as me. She can't do anything about it. I was gonna, I'm going to try and write this bit at the minute. I don't know about... It's like a rant about... Have you seen that thing on TikTok where it's women listen to headphones? And it's a guy going... And it's the, like... No, the fucking so. Arctic Monkeys music. But it's a guy being like, yeah, good girl. And it's all these women being like, oh my God, that is... Fucking so sexy, and I'm like, you don't, you don't get equal rights anymore. That's it. That's feminism's fucking done. You did all this arguing for we want to vote, we want to wear trousers, want to smoke, we want to have jobs, want abortions, want to get paid the same, want to be in charge of a country, and some man goes, "Good girl, you're all." I've seen the ones of like fellas chopping wood, and the They're it's, it's like the. But then I I seen it one day right for the first time, and the girl was like, just it, it, this is what fucking barrel is nowadays. Aye. Somebody just watches another video and reacts That's to it. That's bananas. Do you know there's porn of that? There's porn of a girl who watches porn. <laughs> it's like an inception wanks. <laughs> she's watching porn with headphones. She's going, oh, fuck it. Oh, my God. And then she's like, <laughs> and you're like, I'm trying to see. I'm actually trying to see the porn. Can you send me a link to the video you're watching? Because what you're doing is shite. It's like watching tennis. Uh, you bl you blue herd freak. Yeah. <laughs> the future's fucked. Man, it's it's... It is insane. And like, we, we sound like the old men just sitting here being like, remember back in May Day. And you had to go up to that girl and fucking spike your drink yourself. <laughs> you wanted to get pulled. Yeah, at times you had to beat the doll up and down William Street. You wanted to get the liquors off her. That was a good old days. But we were happy. We were happy. Bullets singing about and bombs going off. But you know what? If you did go up to a girl and say, I dare you to suck on she'd say, what? You hit her in the fucking jaw and took her home with you. That was a good old days, that. <laughs> then Charlene Foster got involved with the whole fucking thing. <laughs> you wonder what she's up to nowadays. Is she just laying up, just smoking? She's on TV she just... news. She's like a oh, is she? yeah, yeah. I thought she'd be just watching the fucking downfall of the DUP and unionism and just. Being Man, like... the downfall of the whole fucking thing. Like, uh, 
Yeah, she's on GB News. Like, but Eamon, Eamon Holmes and Nigel Farage and there's loads of people on. You ever watch that? It's essentially adverts for GB News. Like on the radio, it just it just plays intros. There's no there's there just doesn't seem to be anybody on it. Right. Uh, <laughs> is it it's, it's, or what? Or is it just it's not actual news? Is it? Or is yeah. It like, so the radio station is just like Nigel Farage, Tuesdays at one, and then it's like Mark Dowden, Wednesdays at four. Then Eamon Holmes in the morning, and then Arlene Foster, lifting weights, and <laughs> but it's just that on repeat. I'm going. When is the news starting? I want to hear what the GB News is like. Yeah. Apparently it's really right wing though, isn't it? There's some weird shit in it. Like I mean, yeah. there's a couple of clips. There's a, one of the guys, Neil Oliver, or Neil Oliver, the like the Scottish um, history buff. You want to like you be on TV years. He was always wearing a big wax raincoat, raincoat along her. No, you'd, re- you'd recognize me and see him. Mm-hmm. But he's on it now, and he's kind of like he's like borderline conspiracy theorist stuff about like it was during like anti lockdown, anti mask, and all sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, I find that interesting, but <clears throat> the then like yeah, then it goes from like that. So some guy being like, "I'm kind of not happy about anybody." To Nigel Farage like, "Send them back on the boats. <laughs> I shouldn't be here." <laughs> You're like, "Fuck that's off." That's not Farage, is it? That's 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 as best I can do. It's actually more Alan Partridge than I, than <laughs> yeah. I really think about it. Aha! Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Nigel Farage. <laughs> Fucking brilliant. <laughs> knowing me, knowing you, Farage. <laughs> Do you like uh, Alan Partridge? Yeah, I I was never really like I never watched it when it was on. I think mm-hmm. I was too young, but like it was a bit of an age thing. I've watched it since, and I'm like, this is very funny. Like I really like him, but I, I've seen the the updated one that he did. I think it was about a year or two ago. Mm-hmm. And I watched it for about 15 minutes and I was all, nah, this isn't for me. Like, which is a shame because I really wanted to like it. The Mid-Morning Matters, I think it was called, the wee radio thing he did yeah, with yeah. your guy, whose name I forget, who's a comedian who's really good. Yeah. Yeah, because he, he popped up on the, the TV show, didn't was he? His, like the, yeah, I think so. The guy on the screen. Yeah. I think the hardest I've laughed at any Alan Partners joke, there's a bit in Alpha Papa, the movie, where, where he's like, he goes to shake hands with like a young guy. I think the, the young guy's black. He's a black radio DJ. And he goes to shake his hand. And the black guy goes for a fist bump. And he's like, oh yes, the fist bump, of course. And he goes through all this fucking stuff about how you can spread germs through a handshake. And the fist bump was originally invented to stop people spreading germs, but also to give a sign of respect. And then the guy walks away and he realizes he hasn't been cool. And he turns around and just goes, of course, you can still get shit on your fist. <laughs> and I like checked the table over. <laughs> You loved it. That was hilarious. <laughs> when was the last time you really fucking laughed watching comedy on TV? As in, just in general, just anything you've seen that's been, been a while, on like, TV. Uh, it's usually mostly on your phone now, isn't it? Yeah, but like, even then, it's something stupid. There was a point where I couldn't stop watching New Girl. <coughs> Do the Zoe De Chanel yeah. sitcom. Uh, that that series, to me is one yeah. of the most underrated comedies of all time. Right. Because um, the characters are all just fucking mental so there's one where like <laughs> one of them's afraid of a spider so he's do you ever see you ever seen it at all though well like, he's, he's real muscly real good looking guy and there's a spider in the house and he fucking hates spiders so he's like, freaking out <laughs> and he jumps up on a chair and he's like get it get it look at him look at him and he goes he's licking his lips <laughs> that fucking killed me uh and he says like but what if he what if he descends in my mouth he descends from the ceiling with his butt rope Again, <laughs> sent me insane. Class. And what's it on? 
It's on Netflix. It's on Netflix, yeah. Is it? Uh, I'm trying to think of anything else that's really, like... Do you laugh at stand-up on TV? I haven't seen stand-up on TV a lot. Like, a net, like specials and stuff, yeah. I laugh at. But I tend to now have this weird thing of, like, I'm more like, oh, wow, that was good. Mm. But that's it. Is is good becoming the new LOL, if you know what I mean? Like, is it, do you know, no, do you, I, think do you it's watch... I think it's different because we're comedians. Do you know what I mean? To, to yeah. me, it's like if I, if I see a, a stand-up bit that I think's class, I think it must be like a musician hearing a guitar riff and going, oh. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like. Fuck me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just all over the platform. No, that makes sense. Um, but do you know what I mean? Like, do you know the way nowadays you, you see a comedian do a bit, even live, and you're all, fuck, that's hilarious. Or they come off and you're all, that was hilarious. But you didn't actually laugh out loud. You just almost, like, appreciated it or recognised it for what it was. But, but again... Without laughing. But again, I think it's because we're comedians. Like, I'll, I find that if I'm... If I finish my set... I'll laugh at stuff. Yeah. If I'm emceeing, I haven't turned my brain off yet. <coughs> yeah. Um, and if I'm on after, I'm not even fucking paying attention. Yeah. I'm the same, because Diona would, like, if we're gigging together and Diona goes on before me, uh, on the car on the way home, Diona would be all, did you see that bit I did about this? And she'd ask me about something, and I'm like, see, to be honest, everything's a fucking blur I, until I come off stage. Absolutely. It definitely happens. Like, Yeah. Um, you just, you don't have time to think of anybody else's stuff. Yeah. I saw Ross Brown do a really good joke on Saturday night about hummingbirds. It's like a hummingbird's flaps its wings 50,000 times a minute or something like that. He's like, they're just standing like a foot off the ground in front of a plant. He's like, he goes, there's crows going past like, you're doing it all wrong, boy. Take your time. Take your time. <laughs> they're Look at me, I'm not even fucking flapping. <laughs> that really got, I laughed my head off at that. But again, the longer I do stand up, the more I laugh at stupider shit. Really? Jake, that's your sense of humour though. Yeah, I think there's like, like, did you ever see the video of Louis C.K. told me the, the funniest thing he ever seen? He said there was a guy, an open mic guy playing a guitar, and he, he sang the song Sitting on a Cat Cause I'm Gay. <laughs> and that's funny, it's still. So I, there's definitely things like that that I still just fucking, hmm. I'll laugh at out of nowhere. I think, I think that's what I try and model my stand-up round, is I try and be my own favourite comedian. That's what I... Right feel like I'm setting out to be and have done the past couple of years that's why I do all the music shit and the props and things like that because it's it, it, I think that's what makes me laugh do you know I'm not necessarily doing things that uh, how would you put it makes audiences laugh I've noticed <laughs> <laughs> fuck off <no. laughs> I couldn't resist I'm sorry sorry <laughs> But yeah. like, I don't know what it is with me. Every so often I'll slag a comedian off and immediately go, well, I didn't mean that. As if comedians need to explain things. No, not at all. I, I don't think I could be offended. Do you think you could be offended by nah, something somebody it's, says? It's genuinely nah. Like, mm. uh, like see, see, when I die, see all this oh, thoughts and prayers with me family, and I want people to fucking slag the shit out I, of whatever has happened to me. I, I want, I want, I hopefully. Well, I definitely will be diagnosed with something that's going to kill me, and will hopefully have enough time to plan my own funeral. Right. So I mean, I want to make a video where it just it's just me going. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Did when you ever they're, see when they're lowering me into their grave, we've rigged up a system of pulleys, so <laughs> my hand comes out of the coffin like that. <laughs> That'd be class. I'd or have a lid with something. a big dick on it. <laughs> <laughs> Got wood. I totally used to get that closed. Some boy on me. <laughs> Did you see the video of the the granda who died? I think it was down south. 
and he had like a yeah, voice box. That's too far. Like, that's too far. <laughs> like, like, let me out. Let, that's fucking way too far. Brilliant. But, but that's what it's all about. That's like, see all these fucking people when somebody dies and they're all, oh, have some respect and all. And you're like, this this is what it should be about. It, it's about having like, a laugh and you moments of fucking pain and sadness. Yeah, you definitely don't laugh more, in my opinion, than when you're out of wake. Mm. Like, yeah, I, I don't it's know. It's when it's inappropriate to laugh. Oh, yeah. That's when you like, can't fucking help yourself but laugh the most and the I, hardest. I don't know. He died there in fucking April, and the priest was at the funeral was reading out all their because there's like my ma's six or seven brothers and sisters, and she was reading out everybody's names and got one of my auntie's names wrong. Yeah, I, I was standing behind, sitting behind my auntie, and he got her name wrong. And like she was obviously next in the, the lineup, and he got her name wrong, and her head just shut up like <laughs> everybody behind her was just howling like. <laughs> Then the priest sang Italian at the gravesite and didn't tell anybody he was going to do it. And we were like... Ness and Dorma, was it? I, I, man, so, so my auntie, during COVID... Ness and Dorma? Took two fucking patio lessons. <laughs> no way. And the priest got wind of it and was like... Buena. So he didn't fucking tell anybody. And he, was, he wasn't doing it for her, he was doing it for him. So he, the, one of those priests was like, wait, you see what I can do? And he's like... Just <laughs> And my auntie, whose name he couldn't remember, put her head into her husband's back and pretended she was crying. <laughs> no, nobody could look at each other. It was one of those, like, like a signal went out. The entire family went, just don't make eye contact with anybody. What I got. One time, me and my dad put her mask back on. <laughs> I, uh, I had this vision, right? If I ever get my own sketch show on TV, the first ever sketch that I'm going to do is going to be, do you know, like it's going to come up on the screen, like, do you know, uh, 2087, and it's going to be just all old people standing around a grave, and it's going to be a priest going, Joe, we arrest uh, Martha today, or whatever, or fucking Francine, or whatever her name is. I tried to give it an updated name there, like it was uh, Rihanna, right? Where, you know, Rihanna's died, and she's fucking gone to heaven, she's in a better place, and obviously she goes into the ground, and then we fucking Maggie goes up, and she goes, I just want to sing, you know, a song in her, in her name, Joe. You know, and the priest goes, okay, take it away. And then she's all, that's uh, why so I fucked your bitch, you fat motherfucker. And starts singing like Tupac or just right. something like from our day. But you do the way, like, you go to a wake nowadays or a funeral. And they're going, uh, oh, I'm going to sing a wee bit of Tom Jones. She loved a wee bit of Tom Jones. And everyone fucking sings something. Or, right. And I would love to do like an updated version I, where it's some fucking grand song. I just want people to know that even if I die of <laughs> like cirrhosis of the liver, be drunk as fuck at my wake like the entire time. Yeah. Because see the idea of oh, he, didn't, he didn't want anybody drinking. I, I might do, I might do that. Yeah. Like let on you don't want anybody drinking, and then just open a can or like because we like my auntie. I don't even know where the word came about, but for some reason nobody was allowed to drink at my auntie's wake, and my auntie oh. would have gave you a drink when you were nine. Like she would have been like fuck take everything on, and we just, and then at one point because she. <laughs> Because she had cancer, at one point we had we had all like so she basically asked all of her male nephews, "Can you get me drugs?" And turns out we all could. <laughs> so she was like, "Can you get me like we edible marijuanas?" And I'm like, "Absolutely, right." I tried some in the house, and when I when I eventually delivered them to her, she was like, "What's the crack?" And I went, "Go easy." <laughs> like I think I went, "If you wanna, I if you're if you're if you've no appetite, have a third. If you're in pain, have a half." And if you want to get your dad listening to music, eat the whole fucking thing. <laughs> but so the word got out that everybody got her all these edibles. So one by one, the last night of the week, we were in the all-nighter. One by one, a cousin woke up and tried and find the drug. <laughs> oh my 
These lads are right. Oh, I just thought I'd cry up sorry. <laughs> just wanted to be alone. <laughs> Trying to find fucking way to <laughs> See, moving that sister. Smell that now. <laughs> <laughs> How long ago was this? April there? Mm-hmm. Yeah, about five, six months ago. It was one of those like we were sitting, you know, like, she didn't take all the bitches. That's what killed me. I just had that fucking word worth waiting. <laughs> what, what do you want to happen there when you die? Are you looking the full burial, the full wake, the full. No, I've said, like, uh, do a wake, absolutely, do a session. Yeah. But cremate me. Right. And then. Nowhere near a chapel or. Nah, I don't worry stuff, no. And then what I would love is uh, just get, like, a bit, you know, like a big fucking catapult. Right, put my ashes in like a like a pillow or something, or like make a ball out of it, and just fuck it off a cliff. <laughs> just fucking dunk. Or even better, fuck it off a cliff and then have two fellas go pull <laughs> and just shoot shoot them into it. Absolutely. Because one thing that does freak me out is I don't want to be buried because I yeah. I do have a weird thing of like just in even case I'm not dead, dead, even though yeah. I'm dead, just in case fucking make Shit sure make sure I'm dead. Yeah. Put a stake through my heart, guard yeah. over my neck, <laughs> like the full shebang. Uh, I wouldn't be up for any religious stuff at all, like. Yeah. But then again, we'll see what happens. If I get really sick, I'm like, oh, Jesus, help me. I'm sorry. Can anyone get me any animals? Listen, Lord, I'm sure you're aware of the wild pillow wanking. Uh, <laughs> was thinking of you the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't mean it. I, uh, my parents, you see, they're giving their bodies to medical science in Queens. Oh, nice one. So I haven't actually had this conversation with them yet about like when they die, do we get a couple of hours with their body? Like where it's fucking lying on the kitchen floor or do you know, right. do you put them on a pillow or do you just phone somebody and somebody comes and texts them away and <laughs> you're just like, <laughs> so we creepy what? <laughs> yes, master. Thank you, sir. <laughs> I have another one for you, master. It's a Hegarty. <laughs> just... <laughs> All right, mate. <laughs> The, the, the fucking death of one of my parents, I'm going to be watching back of this podcast just fucking crying and laughing at the same time. I would, I would do medical science if there was a chance I could bring him back to life, but if it was to yeah. save somebody else, it's like, fuck that. <laughs> no, no interest. I don't, maybe, I don't know. I, don't, I, would, I think I'm a donor, like, so take my organs, absolutely. But mm. when it comes to the actual fucking body, but a wee bit of theatre towards the end wouldn't be, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. just a massive bra and have, <laughs> like, my ki- if I have kids, just have my kids pull it back. Bye-bye, daddy. <laughs> I would love that, but it's, like, just the ashes and you would do it on the top of the mountain where it's really windy. Jerry <laughs> yeah. comes back uh, and all their faces. <laughs> you fuck off, daddy. Yeah. Just hear my voice in the wind and my wife, just one more fucking luck. <laughs> just want to come in your face one more time. Never forget. <laughs> I love just like make fireworks out of your body I've seen people do that there, just I remember seeing a thing three squealers <laughs> <laughs> that would be good yeah yeah just a big Chinese a big Gandalf firework of a microphone like. <laughs> used to wait to tell jokes in heaven like <laughs> <laughs> Pick a boo, Jesus. <laughs> uh, I, I remember seeing a thing of like, it was a. What the hell? I'm going to have to fucking go soon because we're going to do a wee minute. I, I'm going to have to um, go too. But there was a. It was a documentary about like soldiers in Afghanistan. And that was one of the things that one of the guys did was had his, had his ashes put into like a fucking. I think it's. It, the, the fireworks basically spelled his name out and then sent a rocket up 
with his ashes in them. And I'm like, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. But that's too easy for me. I want no, I want just to have to work for this. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, what you carry a whole bag of them up. <laughs> Three day retreat. Do you know, I was just thinking there, I think it'd be brilliant. Do you know if you like became an amputee? I would get like say my leg it was cut. I don't off. think you become an amputee. You end up an amputee. You can't, well, can't it become an amputee. Yeah. <laughs> like you become an architect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you end up an amputee, wasn't well, always an amputee. I just really wanted it. I just really went for it. <laughs> well, you only really go up. I got tired of wearing watches. And I thought, you know what? What's the point? <laughs> I would love to have a full funeral for that limb. Do you I'll do something like that, yeah, yeah, yeah. One bollock. <laughs> Sweet tiny cup. Second lift. <laughs> That'd be fucking brilliant, wouldn't it? Full trying to find your balls, drugs. <laughs> Let's leave it there. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah, cheers for coming on. I'm all... Hey, fucking... Let's do it again sometime. I I know everyone says that, but literally we're fucking five minutes meeting. I know, and I, do you know what I mean? So it saves a whole trip down the motorway. Well, do you want drunk something? Oh, big time. I'm on a podcast drunk all the time. Big time. Well, fun. A million percent. Class. A million percent. Better. When you get back from Oz? Fifth, sixth, no, seventh of November. Sweet. Uh, My birthday's first of December. We maybe do something around that. Do the corporate first December. I'm in the waterfront the second of December. Who with? Me. Just on your own? Oh, Rob McShane's open. Uh, that doesn't count, mate. <laughs> no one gives a fuck. <laughs> That's I know. <coughs> but I we'll figure something out for your yeah. birthday. What are you, what are you doing, mate? 39. 39, fuck. It's scary, isn't it? Do you look alright, though, man? Do you mean fine? Like, my, I've said this to a fucking thousand people, but my son James started university a couple of weeks ago in Liverpool. I went over and sort of like helped him. We should have wrapped this up. Right, <laughs> yeah. this after. See, see you later. <laughs> <laughs>